James here and welcome to the James cast. This is going to be an exceptional 50 minutes of our lives. You and me, we're friends. Well, I got some wonderful audio for you. I have taken a deep dive into my archives. I'm going to tell you why in just a second, but I've taken a deep dive and I have pulled out some content from Get Fit Radio. Yeah. Get Fit Radio with Marcus Smith from innerfight.com. For years, we did a fitness show. We took phone calls. We talked about everything from high-intensity workouts to diet and much, much more. One of the staples of the show was Marcus would bring around guests every once in a while, friends, people he'd run into. He brought along Sean and Ryan Penny, the Wellness Brothers. Yeah. The Wellness Brothers, the guys that I spoke to with Dr. Jenna Burton. Well, we spoke to Ryan. It was fun, wasn't it? Well, this is my very first conversation with the guys. We took some phone calls. Not only do we have the infamous Marcus Smith, extreme athlete extraordinaire, entrepreneur extraordinaire, and just generally a great guy. We also had the Wellness Brothers. It was a fun conversation. You're going to love it. Amazing. This conversation is as relevant today as it was November 12th, 2012. Buckle up, get ready for some fun. Here we go. It's Get Fit Radio, the podcast, right here on the James Cast. Marcus Smith joining us in studio from innerfight.com. Always here to help answer your questions, get you sorted out. And he's brought friends, Sean and Ryan Penny, joining us as well. The Wellness Brothers are are here to uh, help us figure out what's going on in our health. Help, <laughs> help us figure out. James, you make it sound like we're lost and we, and we have to bring some people in to give us some real guidance. No, no, no we're but, not lost. This is this is simply more ammunition. More, that, there we go. That, that's a better way of saying it. And isn't it nice to have a little bit more company? It is. I got, I got to speak to someone pre-show that wasn't you. <laughs> but you see, I was just listening to what you guys were talking about and taking notes yeah, and saying, okay, you know, would you say that we don't need help collectively here, but there are a lot of folks who need some help. Exactly. You but I, we, we, we have to tell the listeners that you, you kept your side of the bargain. You've turned up tonight dressed in sports gear for anyone that's listening. I got listening. the spandex on. I got the swimsuit on I'm as well. I'm not sure what you've got on underneath, but you <laughs> definitely we've, have. We've been shown already. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll be, I'll be you know. You, d- you definitely had the visor on. You've got your tooth. 2012 Dubai Marathon you t-shirt like on. You like that? And I'm just about to register you for 2013 yeah. as per our agreement. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have not signed anything <laughs> yet. Maybe yeah. the maybe the boys will want to come with us as well. James well, has agreed to run the marathon with me. Yeah. I don't, the Dubai, the yeah, Dubai, Dubai Marathon. marathon yeah. yeah, Cool. Yeah. 25th yeah, of January. You see them looking at me? They, they looked at you, they looked at me, and they're scratching their chins, and they're going, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, the sign is pretty much uh, to, uh, I'll see you afterwards. I'll see you after. <laughs> I think, you know, the, I think the clincher would be if you, if you joined in on Movember. If Ashish Punjabi can join in, and I can be growing the 1972 Mo. Yeah, but your, your, your industry and your job is quite different to mine. I'm a professor. Exactly. <laughs> the That's people I work all, with are, are clean shaven and wearing ties. Yeah, but the, the type of professor you are, you have a license to uh, turn up in Hawaiian shirts, James specials. With ties. With ties. <laughs> and, and, and a haircut like you've got. So the mustache is actually complimentary. It's for November, man. It looks very nice. 
Yeah, well, we'll we'll figure out what's going on there. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's let's jump into things here. Why don't you intro- introduce the boys so that people understand how they're connected with you and, and how are they connected with me? I've had the pleasure of knowing these gentlemen, uh, Ryan and Sean from the Wellness Brothers, for about four or five years now. I actually, it, it's a funny story because a friend of mine, I was preparing to play in the Dubai Sevens about four or five years ago, and a, and I had a really badly pulled um, quad. And a friend of mine said, you've got to go and see this other friend of mine, who is actually Sean, and he's going to fix it. Yeah. And I, we, were, we were three or four weeks out, and I didn't know what he was going to do. And he did, um, Sean's a, a doctor, a homeopathic doctor, and he basically fixed my leg with natural substances within three weeks. I believe it was. And, 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 and so a week before the sevens, I was able to run again. Um, and I was pretty much sold straight away. Um, and, and, and then as time goes on, you know, we, we spend a bit of time together and, and realize that we, we both got a similar outlook on people's health and, yeah. and wellness. And, and that's, that's sort of when we align together. And, 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 you know, I have, um, clients that, that, these guys can help a lot, and they, they send clients over to me, and it's just it's just a really nice workout, and it's and it's a pleasure to work with them as well. And and, and one of the great things is that that they spend a lot of time um, in an area that we've we've discussed before on supplements, yeah. developing supplements. Well, and you and you were ta- we're going to talk about that in a minute, but you were you were talking about some some supplements. So. Yeah, um, and you know, I was speaking to Sean. We did a podcast the other week about some new supplements they're working on, and and stuff that's just so much better for the body. The absorption yeah. so much better, and we're not playing this junk into. So when they started working on that as well i mean we almost got married i mean it was just it was love <laughs> so, so that's the introduction and 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 that and they're here wellness brothers and and it's great to have them with us and they know so much um about nutrition and and about supplementation yeah. and hopefully they can help us out of it well you know and that's the big question that we get on a on a nightly basis when you come in first of all we're, we're always talking people are always trying to figure out how to how they can lose the muffin top how they can get the the crack abs how they can you know just get in shape everyone's looking for an easy way there's no easy way but there's also the other side that they're constantly asking well what do you what should i be eating or how yeah. should i be you know supplementing my diet so i get i get the best of all worlds yeah. and you know the 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 one thing that, that you guys mentioned off air as we were talking is the baby coconut Mm-hmm. Juice. Absolutely. This stuff's a miracle juice, really. Well, let me thank Marcus first for uh, that introduction. It's not every day we get introduced like that, so <laughs> thanks for that, Marcus. Not at all. And uh, absolutely, you know, in terms of what I, Marcus is going to get the same sort of questions that we get all the time. You know, yeah. people want to know primarily what do I eat, how do I exercise, how do I move, and yeah. what do I take to go ahead and get me the results that you just mentioned. And um, for the most part, I'm of the opinion that most of them know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and what I mean by that, let me clarify that. Most people have a very, very good idea of how to live better than they are right now. Yeah. Okay? So. And they usually think that when they're sitting looking at some big menu eating all the breadsticks. Absolutely. <laughs> they'll, they'll be doing that. And if you had to ask them the question, could you quickly design a better plan than what you're doing right now? Most of them could do it very, very well. So for us, the issue is. People struggle to translate what they know or the kind of information that they're given by somebody like Marcus or somebody like us into action, and that's the only place it has an impact or has an effect. Hmm. So for the most part, uh, I'm inclined to to pick up on uh, where people are just getting started. Marcus is obviously picking up on individuals who are uh, already there in many respects, fine-tuning a lot of what they're doing, Sean pretty much in the same area. But from my side, it's... um, 
the people just getting started. Mm. Uh, so, so they need to get their mind in the right place. Absolutely. And mind drives action. Action produces results. So, you know, again, people know what the actions are. Certainly you can have people like Sean and uh, Marcus who can fine-tune that, who can say, listen, this is a better action than that. But again, even if they just did the basics well, uh, people will get much better results in what they do. And that's the sort of philosophy of mine. Basics done brilliantly produce substantially better results than brilliant things done sporadically. Mm. So that certainly is a philosophy that works well, again, for people just looking to get started. It's, it's within reach. They can do the simple things, and they get results. When they move along uh, is when they can start moving into the field where, where Sean and Marcus are at, and they just take them to a whole new level. So in many respects, the three of us around the table actually pretty much cater for everybody from the guy who sits. What, whatever yeah. your need is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it's true, though, isn't it? I mean, what Ryan said is, is some of the things that we speak about often is they're all really practical things. And if you yeah. sat down with someone – and and I do this almost on a daily basis. You sit down with someone and you start to speak to them about, well, do you think A is better than B? Is 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 having no breadsticks with with dinner and, and just waiting out until you until your nice green salad comes along? Is that better than having the breadsticks? And and everyone will start to agree with you. Yeah. But in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the battle, and people are hungry and they get to the restaurant hungry, bang, breadsticks plus butter plus X, Y, and Z, and it just sort of spirals out of control. And and a lot of people. They will say it, and you see it on Facebook all the time or on Twitter, I've just had a really bad <laughs> dinner. Like, you know that you've had it. Yeah. Well, let's, can we, it's nice to be able to rewind in, in life. Generally, a lot of people wish they could rewind at times, but how do we avoid that in future? And, and it's, been able to, it's been able to make people realize, yet yeah, we need to make those smarter choices because there is a lot of knowledge out there. And, and, and we sort of say it over and over again, we're not, there, there's nothing overly cutting edge in a lot of what the research that's there in, in the health and fitness industry. In fact, it's going round and round in circles, but it's the delivery of it and getting people to understand it and buy into that that actually makes a difference within their lives. And when people do start to break it down and look at it simply, then their lives start to change. Well, it's, you know, and as you say, it's going around and around and around. And they, we've got a, another three CDs I saw came out this week. Yeah. You know, all sorts of new names who are, are claiming that they've got the solution. They could just go back and get the Richard Simmons VHS tape and, <laughs> and be as well yeah. off. Yeah. But, you know, I think it, one of the questions that constantly comes up is, so... We know that we we shouldn't be eating the breadsticks or only have one and not five. We know that we should be working out. We know that we're looking in the mirror and we're we're seeing some some build up. So how how do we wrap our minds around that getting started? What how do we this is a question we get every week. Yeah. How do I get started on Can I suggest to you very simply, people say what they know, people do what they believe. Hmm. So when you're looking at it, the reason people, what I said, people know a lot of stuff. They really, really do. A lot of the stuff they know is contradictory, yeah. so they're confused because you've got people coming out with th three new CDs trying to put a different spin on some old information, which is basically causing more and more confusion along the way, whereas one really needs to just cut back and say, again, let's just go back to the basics. The basics are what work. The basics are a little bit more difficult to present yeah. right, and package, but – because everybody knows it. The question is, how do you get the person to believe that the basics are what they need to actually do? And that's very doable when you actually sit down and just have a chat with them. Again, because most people are inclined to look for the best solution. 
<laughs> so if they're looking for the best solution... Is it solution, the best solution or the easiest solution? Well, the best is often a combination of what yeah. is most technologically advanced or the easiest for them to do. And normally the bigger sell is the easy. Hmm. So the, when they come in it and say, this is cutting edge and it's super easy, well, it's good marketing. Right. right? And for the most part, what ends up happening is they get people to do things that either don't work particularly well, so they become frustrated. When a person's frustrated, they quit and yeah. they move on to the next thing. But if a person went ahead and started thinking, you know what, again, and we use the breadsticks example, um, if a person goes into the restaurant and they're eating five, uh, you're going to have different kinds of people. You're going to have the kind of person who says, you know what, I cannot go in and eat four. It's either five or nothing. Yeah. And that's where you've got to have a look at the individual and recognize that different people respond differently to different things. So the person you ask them, listen, you know the breadsticks are going to hurt, okay? Are you somebody who wants to enjoy one or two? And then can the rest, can you do that? So you take the one or two and then ask them to take the basket away. Hmm. You can put simple, simple things in that market. I'm sure Marx was alluding to when before a person even goes to the restaurant, be prepared. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to go starving yeah. because that's <laughs> a recipe for disaster, I, especially if it's a buffet. I got a friend of mine, he always eats before he goes out to dinner. Yeah. Every single time. So that when he's there, because what happens when you go out to dinner and, and let's go back and let's use this breadsticks as much as we can tonight. But, you know, you sit down, they give you the menu, they bring the breadsticks, they take your order. All of this takes about another hour. Yeah. And if you haven't eaten since lunch and you actually get there at seven and seven to normal dinner time, you might not have your starter on the table till eight, eight thirty. So, yeah. of course, your, your body is demanding food. Yeah. So don't put yourself in that situation to start with. Have dinner before you go. Let me throw let, one. Let's, let's hold that thought. We're okay. going to get right back to it. This is Get Fit Radio right here on Do I I. This is Nightline. Marcus Smith on one side of the room, Ryan and Sean Penny on the other side of the room. With a big white line and we're not talking we're to not each other. We're not talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's a lot to talk on. I want to go back to the the whole diet thing. I know we, we've mm. been – but there – when we start talking supplements and we talk about this all the time, and I don't mean you know, you're going in and – buying you know a, a box of capsules or something but you know ways to augment the proteins that don't necessarily mean going and buy some big jug from the the mall and ways that we can do this in a very healthy and sustainable manner because that's the other that's the other side is how do we sustain this yeah. knowing that we're here and so yeah. getting the raw ingredients in that's a good question and i think marcus i said in the podcast the other day um in an ideal world, we shouldn't have to be relying on supplements. And that's yeah. what I said to Marcus. Yeah. That's what Ryan and I hold to. And Marcus holds to that as well. But what I keep telling people in Dubai, we live in an environment where we are actually reliant on supplements. The mm. question is, what supplements are those that we should be taking? Most of the food that we're getting in Dubai is coming in what we call green harvested, which means it's not coming in ripened. And we know that the nutrients enter the food at the time of ripening. So when that food's taken, wherever it is from America, whatever it might be, we've got food that's nutrient depleted. And in mm. order for the body to function optimally, we need a certain select number of nutrients that are key and fundamental to optimum cellular function. We hold to seven of them. Those would be vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, enzymes, probiotics, essential fatty acids, and something called glyconutrients. If you can get those from foods, fantastic. We generally can't get those from foods. Mm. So what Ryan and I hold to, and, and I know Marcus does as well with, with the chats that we've had, we believe in getting plant food or food-derived supplements. So as far as possible, whatever supplements you're taking, get them from foods. Mm. How do you know if you're getting them from foods? You see names on the bottle that you recognize, and if you see names that you don't really recognize, it's pretty much synthetic. 
Mm. So that's a general rule, and as far as possible, go with the food. So, for example, you want to get vitamin C, it must say vitamin C from acerola cherry or from kamu kamu berry or whatever it might be. Then you know you're getting food-derived um, uh, uh, vitamins and minerals. And getting to the macronutrients, the proteins, and so on, same thing applies. As far as possible, get that from your diet. But we also live in, in, in an environment of convenience. So... Mm-hmm. Post-exercise, it's a lot more difficult for a guy to go out and have his meals, so we, we, we go with the, the best food options. That is where we, Ryan and I, developed a supplement that caters for that. So we went back to, the, to what we believe is the, are the fundamental nutrients, and those would be more plant-based proteins, and developed a protein supplement that contains pea protein and rice protein and uh, various other herbal ingredients, which are whole food, um, that give the body the nutrients that they need to help with recovery, to help with muscle repair, to help with hormone production and so on. So again, when you're looking for a protein supplement, look for a protein that as far as possible is derived from plant-based sources. It's a, to- it's a topic of debate. A lot of people want yeah. to you know, the the big one out there is the whey proteins and the caseins and so I on. See all, I see the signs for those everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is the big one. And the reason why it's considered the best supplement on the market is because it's got what they call the best biological value. And the biological value means it's got the full spectrum of amino acids. When, you do, when you're working with things like uh, pea protein and rice protein, it doesn't have that full spectrum of amino acids. So unless you're finding a product that contains a combination of those, you're probably going to be short of some of the amino acids that are essential for muscle repair and so on so once again looking for a product that contains a blend of the peas and the rices and unfortunately in dubai you can't get something which contains hemp protein which is considered one of the best protein sources mm. on the market mm. so if you're not in any listeners that aren't here if you can get your hemp protein great source of protein mm. um, so so the can when we start talking about these products that you can buy mm. is can you make them yourself though can you put the whole? I mean, you mean can you actually you can yeah. you actually prepare them? Can yourself? I prepare it myself? Can I go get the wrong? If I was living in an yes, environment can. where I can get that, absolutely. In fact, so what a lot of the stuff that, that we do, for example, we got a friend that comes over from the states relatively frequently. He brings us our raw materials. He brings us our bulk maca and our bulk coke and our bulk this. Now, unfortunately, you can't. For example, um, the minerals. That, that we're talking about. You can import those minerals yourselves and blend them. Yeah. Uh, that's all good and well. But um, the challenge comes into uh, getting the right ratios and the right quantities and so on. So you need you need to be educated and understand what, you sh- what you're putting in right. there. Yeah. You can't James, just randomly. I suggest you don't start mixing yeah. your own stuff. I've <laughs> seen some of you. You can't randomly do that. But I can tell you, problems. I think you can go to the organic store and buy yourself yeah. a couple of really good whole food powders. And I think you're still doing better than buying a synthetic supplement on the mm. shelves. Yeah. So, so it's just yeah. come down to the marketing campaigns of some of these products that are you know, convenience. And, co- and convenience as people, well. For the, for the most part, people don't do things because they're not conveniently accessible. That's mm. one of the main reasons people yeah. don't do um, you know, things that help. So, uh, yeah, as soon as you start talking to somebody about uh, you can go blend your own things, yeah. right? Not a question I hear very often, by the way, <laughs> for that exact reason, right? Can I do or this I can all get it over myself. there. Yeah, <laughs> then. Um, you know, uh, it's no. I just give me the stuff already. Just give it yeah. to me. I, I, you know, I'm too busy with other things to go ahead and worry but, about that. So. But and it does back as well to a slight education process that 
like you said, James, we're, we're sort of brainwashed by a lot of different marketing and we're conditioned to believe that a lot of the stuff that we see with the big rip guy on the front of the biggest tub of whatever mass you can see is the right stuff for us. Whereas in mm. fact, like, like Sean rightly said, you know, and, and people will often bring that stuff into me. What do these ingredients mean on the back? Like, can you actually <laughs> say it? You know, it, 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 they're ridiculous. So if you don't, if you don't really recognize them and it looks all big and fancy, then it's not the right stuff. But people are using it for convenience. Um, and, and that's why it's good to, to have stores like, you know, the Organic uh, Food Cafe and, and, and there's more and more of these kind of, you know, businesses opening up here that we can get the right ingredients that, that they don't always have to be bought from, from overseas. Are, are we in, when we look at the, read the newspapers, and if you've been following the National and the Gulf News over the last, you know, two weeks, it paints a pretty grim picture. We're not in shape. We're not eating well. Our health is deteriorating. We're, we're, we're in trouble. Do, do you do you buy into that? Absolutely. It's uh, in fact, I think it is this year that um, lifestyle-related diseases have surpassed communicable diseases yeah. as the leading cause of death. So, simply put, the way people live is killing them more than viruses, bacteria, fungi, and the like. Hmm. So, we're looking at that and saying, I think it was Benjamin Franklin who said even a while back, more people die today from overeating than people do from undereating. Under yeah. And that is a total reversal in what the world has always known. So when you start looking at uh, these kinds of things, uh, the leading causes of death are all preventable by eating better. I'm not going to say the best. Yeah. Eating better by moving more, by sitting less. And that is not the same thing. There's a significant difference between increasing physical activity and reducing sedentary behavior. So... Knowing I was coming to sit with you uh, today, and I say sit literally, I wanted to throw out for all of the radio presenters, right? Every single time you sit through a two-hour show, you have an immediate negative impact on your system, mm. right? That's contributing to type 2 diabetes and cardiovascular disease. Every single time. And most people don't know that. Most people assume, you know, I did a workout this morning of 30 yeah. or 40 minutes. Well, you know what? If you sat for extended periods of time, that's killing you. Now, this is where we go back so to the So then we're, tr- we're in trouble. Forget the fact that I'm Absolutely. sitting here putting myself at risk. T- take a look at every most office. In most the, people. Yeah. Do you know that, in fact, it, was just, it came out uh, in line with the Olympics. It was a big drive to try and get people to move more. It's a great thing. Look at the professional athletes. Let's have a look and see if we can't get the population to move more. In 2007, point. 1 pe- 5.1 million people died of smoking-related death. 5.4 million people died from sedentary behavior. Hmm. So what that means is that sitting is killing more people today than smoking. Now, you look at that and you say, hang on a second. I'm pretty certain it's easier to get a person to stand up 10, 12, 15, 20 times a day than it is to stop smoking. Yeah. And it will have a greater impact. And I'm not suggesting for one second people should keep smoking. But now you take a person who's not slept the night before, four, four days of not sleeping or four days of six hours or less sleep, you're insulin resistant. Mm. Insulin resistant means you're pre-diabetic. So you're pre-diabetic, you're stressed, you're not moving, chances are you are smoking, chances are you are going for the convenient diet, you're fueling your body, let's rephrase that, you're loading your body at the time you're supposed to be fueling. So it's a double negative, right? And we wonder why, again, Cardiovascular, heart attack, stroke, cancer, and diabetes are now killing more people than ever. 
Mm. And what's the solution? <laughs> it's simple. Here's a stat for you. It's estimated by the year 2015 that 2.3 billion people will be overweight and 700 million will be obese within the Middle East. That's scary. Yeah. And that's 2015. So... Two and a half years away. Do you know what that's doing to family life? Do you know what that's doing to productivity? Do you know what that's doing to healthcare costs in an economic crisis? And in fact, when the economic crisis struck 2008, it was fascinating. Which were the companies that got that were were actually doing well? Fast, fast food. Fast food. Fast food. And it's fascinating. You look at it, and I would always use this analogy with the patients I was working with. Then, it's like finding out the plane's going down. And saying, you know what, a good idea for us to reach our destination is to get rid of some weight. Let's throw out the pilot. <laughs> That's exactly what you're doing. You're saying, let's get rid of the thing that I really need most now. Because if I'm going to go ahead and maintain my job, I'm probably going to have to work longer hours. I'm going to have to show that I'm committed to this. Which means now the added stress requires added fuel. And that's in many respects where supplementation comes in. So when Marcus is training somebody, as we were chatting you know, off air, a triathlete, I mean, he and I both know that probably most triathletes would s- do best by refueling and resting more than training more. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's happening. When people are pushing so hard, whatever the stresses are that's leading to that, if we don't go ahead and make the simple changes consistently, we will continue on this downward spiral. And, and, and that's a huge problem, again, across the board. So not a pretty picture. It's not... And, and it all leads, and, and it's heart disease and the obesity leading to, to heart disease, to uh, type 2 diabetes, to the whole thing. And it's a, like Ryan was saying, it's a spiral down effect that's actually all self induced. It's yeah. nothing to do with the climate we live in. It's nothing to do with. People always the, say it's the weather. There's no great plague <laughs> here. Yeah. It's really hot outside, so I'm going to go into McDonald's and order a Big Mac. Like, I've never. No, no, they're going to yeah. go and get a McFlurry. Yeah, Come on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the extra bits in. But that, that's the thing. So we're kind of. We're killing ourselves. But the flip side of the coin of it, and if you look at in the States, how much is that industry worth f- to the country? Yeah. And if you say, and I, I've heard different stats, but if. Someone said that it's worth $250 billion a year. So if you say to Obama, sorry, Mr. Obama, we're now going to remove that money from your economy, he's going to say, hang on a minute. That's, you know, so we've, th- th- there's sort of, there's political issues here and there's a whole big subject. But the, the bottom line is, is that we're actually killing ourselves and we're eating ourselves to death as well. And uh, as well, coupled with the lack of mobility. So the question is, what are you going to do about it? So lots of questions coming through. Some of them are to asking, what is optimal workouts if I want to actually lose weight and I'm taking some form of bulking product? It just it's just bulking stuff is what it says. If you, I, I mean, the the best thing around is, is is to train with with weights, weight training at high intensity. You, it's proven that you burn the most number of calories within the shortest period of time. You mm-hmm. can burn the same number of calories. You can burn. It depends how hard you go. So let, I won't put a number on it, but you can you'll burn similar number of calories in in 20 minutes to half an hour that you it would take to in an hour and a quarter run. So that kind of stuff. And if this guy's bulking, if he's got his yes. bulking. Um, Which, you know, this seems to be an obsession on this show. People are, are calling in and texting in who all want to bulk up. I just can't figure out why anyone wants to do that. It's a misconception. That, and I, I speak to people about it every single day. And you sit down and you say to people, people say, I want to bulk up. I say, okay, you actually want to lose body fat first, don't you? Yes, I do. And then what do you want? Do you want to be as strong as you can? Yes. Do you really want to be your shoulders three inches wider each time so you've got to go and buy 
buy new clothes. No, not really. So it's it's a misconception of what they want. They want their muscles to look really good. The easiest way to get your muscles to look really good is to take the fat off them that's covering them up. Yeah. Because under everyone's fat, there is some muscle there, but we just people haven't seen it for so long. And it's the same conversation we have about six-pack. We've got the muscle there. Yeah. We just have to take this lovely layer off it. And, and then you start to say to people, you know, that people think they have to be bigger to be stronger. You know, I want to get really big so I can lift really big weights and, and I can bench press a lot more than you. Well, okay, I've got a guy who's 80 kilos who can bench press twice as much as, as you and you're 100. Like, where's your argument? You've got, you don't have to be big to be strong. You have, if you want your muscles to look good, take the fat off first and then we'll attack if you really want them to get bigger. Another text coming in saying, run, run, run is what, what we need to do to, to get better at what we're doing here. Isn't it? And this is, this is something I've, I've seen all too often at the moment. And, and, and there's certain testing that's going around that's about people living and, and doing a large amount. And then we were talking about it off air, a large amount of their training in this low heart rate zone between sort of 50 to 60 percent and for hours and going out for running and stressing their body. And I know Ryan's probably going to absolutely smash something. I just sometimes wonder if this stress is, and there's another text that's come in and I'll throw this one in and then we'll Mm. come back. 32 year old uh, mother of two. And she's saying that she goes two two steps forward and one step back. She lasts a couple of weeks at the gym before she has to stop because she's getting injured. Yes. And I wonder if that doesn't come in with the, the same conversation. I'll tie them in. Okay. Right? We'll make them fix. Excellent. Here's what you're looking at. What's fascinating is for most people who start out working out, right, just walking, the research will show you that 30% of those people end up with an injury. What just walking. Doing? Just walking. Okay. Hmm. Why? Because they are so poorly conditioned that any stress on the system, right, on the, on, on the body, ligaments, tendons, joints, muscles, bones, basically is excessive and it results in a breakdown. So what do people do? They go ahead and they do some testing and uh, they find out, well, the way in which you have to, uh, I'll come in from the uh, body fat burning side, is you've got to train at this 50 to 60% of your maximum heart rate for longer periods of time because then you're in the fat burning zone. Let me just go ahead and debunk that immediately. You're going to debunk that immediately. I'm going to basically thrash that. because That's Jane Fonda. That was her whole livelihood. It is one of the most misleading bits of information that there is. And I'll tell you why. It's true that when the person is at a low um, intensity, what they can do is they can burn more fat while they are exercising. Why? Mm. Because to oxidize fat, in other words, to use fat as the substrate, as the, the energy source during activity, you have to provide a lot of oxygen. So if you're running really hard, 70, 80, 85% of your maximum heart rate, you cannot deliver sufficient oxygen to get that particular phase of the energy pathway using fat. So it has to shift back into using stored glycogen, right, or the stored glucose or the ATP that's there. When you push it really hard, 85, 90 plus, now you've passed all of that. You've got no oxygen really going there, and that's why you hit the wall. Mm. So now when you tell the person, well, let's go ahead and do low intensity, that provides plenty of oxygen so that you can burn fat. By the time they walk off the actual machine or whatever they're doing, they're hardly burning anything more. Why? Because there's no oxygen debt. There's nothing else they have to do. So you take a person who Marcus described who's training 20, 30, 35 minutes very, very intensely, right? A good mix 
of well, let's call it metabolic resistance training, a good mix of cardio and resistance, that person can continue with an afterburn in terms of calories for 38, 48 hours, right? Whereas if you start looking how the, at how the body actually uh, partitions or utilizes energy, you tell me whether you'd rather burn a certain number of calories uh, in a session and very little after because the body doesn't have to replenish all that much it's been keeping up with what's happening or continue after that so the research will say yes you burn more fat in that zone but in the context of people wanting to lose weight that does not apply mm. at all and the other thing is then it means they need to train for longer now your wear and tear comes in so this is how i tie in with the 32 year old lady right as an example if you have to train for longer and longer what do you do you set yourself up for repetitive stress or repetitive strain injuries this is where you start getting uh, risks of fractures because these people's bones are not strong. Ligaments again, tendons, all of these things start caving in. So if you can progressively condition the system, get the system going safely, any movement done safely is beneficial to the body. That's a key concept to understand. Any movement done safely is beneficial. The more movement done safely, the mm. more beneficial. The key word being safe. The key word is safety. And that is what one has to look at. So anybody who feels or is led to believe that they are going to burn more fat by doing steady state, low intensity cardio in a 24-hour period are misled. We've got Mr. Inner Fight joining us in studio and the Wellness Brothers. And we're going to head right to the phone lines. We've got him on joining us. No, he's not joining us. He's he's gone. But his his question was really simple. What do we do in as as you painted this picture that we need to have good movement, we need to be have safe movement, we need to be moving. What about the person who's strapped to their desk all day long and they get home at ten o'clock at night after they've done the two hour commute to Ras Al Kema and then they've got to eat or whatever what chance do they have of getting themselves into a situation where they, they can be healthy? I'm probably going to pass most of this over onto Ryan, but I'm going to give you a little bit of background with regards to what we've done. Um, it was about two years ago when we were taking our, our little hiatus, which we do uh, every year out of Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> we told you earlier we're hoping for five months next year, but we'll see. Um, but it was about two years ago when Ryan started writing our first book on mindset, and that's why you hear him getting all passionate about mindset, and I just sit and listen to what he has to say. It still goes over my head quite a lot. But anyway, um, he was sitting at a desk doing exactly what Amon was doing. Yeah. And um, he started writing his second book because he figured out a way to move more by being desk bound. And that was doing something called spread workouts, which is pretty much two, three minute uh, workouts spread out, spread throughout the day. I was listening to a podcast from Marcus the other day and it was great to hear him saying, move more, find any yeah. opportunity you can to move more. And so along with diet which is obviously fundamental and supplementation which is something that I can touch on I'm going to pass over to Ryan because he's the one that's essentially written the book when it comes to um, what we call spread workouts and I'm sure that's something that you wanted to that you'd want to talk on absolutely you know it's it's people like Oman that in many respects I was suggesting those are the people that I'm so eager to try and help out because mm. for the most part they say you know that's really depressing what you just said and again I don't make the rules yeah. that's the reality right and it's essential that we know that so sitting for long periods of time, high stress, bad diet, not sufficient water, all these kinds of things, yes, it's killing you in a multiple, you know, in many different ways. So how do you deal with that? Well, I would suggest 
something as simple as this. The book we've just written, hopefully at the end of the year, this one will be out, called No Sweat. Okay? And I loved what somebody said on Facebook. They said, no, 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 exercise is supposed supposed to be about sweat. Well, yeah. No Sweat stands for that's, this. But that's what Marcus, Marcus tells us. Now, let, let me show you. <laughs> now, let me tell you what No just Sweat means. Just because you're sweating, means. you're not having a workout. I can sweat in a sauna. That's what I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what No Sweat stands for in terms of our book. It's No Obstacles. Spread workout, exercise accumulation training, mm. no sweat. So what it means is this, right? I am going to go ahead and continue doing exactly what we've been doing, yep. okay? I'm pretty certain people don't even know that I've changed what I was doing, right? So the person like Oman, who's sitting at his desk, stressed, working at his computer, every single time his phone rings, he stands up, yep. right? Say he's getting five calls a day. Say he's getting 10 calls a day. On top of that, if he's in an office... Every time somebody knocks on the door, when somebody knocks on the door, then I stand up and I go and greet them. All of a sudden, you've got people who are calling and triggering opportunities for you to move. But hang on a second. How much is that movement really going to make a difference? Well, if you go back and you talk about, again, not the increase in physical activity from an exercise point of view, but from a non-exercise point of view, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, we know now right, that the movement we do outside of the exercise is a significant contributor to calorie burn, and reducing sedentary sedentary time. So when a person is sitting for long periods of time, who is a person sedentary, they're in, they're risking right significant stress on the body uh, that is going to cause all those diseases. When you stand, when you stand, when you walk a few steps, you're basically reducing that risk. So how mm -hmm. difficult it is to do that? Now you go ahead and say, well, what I'm going to do as well is I'm going to stand, and as the person who I greeted leaves the office, I'm going to do Five or ten shallow squats. Why do I say shallow squats? Because this individual, if they go ahead and start squatting, back and knees are gone, right? Yeah. So what they do is they do a shallow squat. Now, so, well, how much movement was that? Enough movement for that person to do safely and progressively build on. So back to our lady who's 32 years old with the two kids who's getting the injuries. All it means is that the system is not being sufficiently uh, given time to repair and recover. It's being repeatedly hit with the actual physical activity and reaches a break point. So what needs to happen? Well, probably need to ramp things up a little bit more slowly and ensure that the nutrition pre and post workout is such that the body can actually repair itself. Hmm. So you need to start more slowly and know in many respects, go for the tortoise approach rather than the hare. Can I throw and one thing in there, which I'm sure Marks would want to throw in there? Rest and sleep is yeah, absolutely. That, and that's one of the things that, sorry that, that we're, we're speaking about as well, is that if you do get home at 10 o'clock at night, if you have done what Ryan's saying during the day, and, and we spoke about it before, let, let, let's make it really simple. From what he said, why don't we make a policy that all the phone calls that you take, you take stood up or walking around. Like we've got mobile phones, yeah. so walk up and down the corridor, and every hour do five or ten squats, shallow squats or whatever. And then you've got your workout in by the time, and you have... You've done, the, the, you've done your workout for you've the day. Done, you've done your yeah. workout. So you've been to work and done your workout yes. at the same time. Yes. And if you're at work for ten hours a day and you do ten squats every hour... You don't need to have a degree in math to tell me that you've done 100 squats during the day. Mm. We can do it with so many different things. And that time, you do have the time because your colleagues are going out for five minutes for, for a cigarette. And anyway, you go to the bathroom perhaps every hour, every hour and a half if you're drinking enough water. So actually, when we start to think about it... If you're drinking it, enough water, you're going to be going more than every hour and a half. Correct. So every time you do, and, and this is an awesome thing that one of my friends has got. He, he works at home within his office. On the doorway to his office, he's got a pull-up bar. He doesn't allow himself to go through the, the, the door frame without doing three pull-ups. Yep. 
You know, there's a company there's a company out of Taiwan that um, sells sixty thousand workstation treadmills a year. That's a cool idea. Um, they they develop treadmills. They've got your full workstation, and you're walking while you're working. Sixty thousand means that there is a market for it. Uh, you know, something practical for some. Let me throw in a, a stat there for Marcus as well. When you consider, right, that uh, there was a fascinating study done in 2005 um, by Professor Levine. Uh, he was the one who's really championed NEAT or non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And what he found was that individuals who stand, right, and in this context was normal weight individuals and overweight individuals, and they found that the, uh, the main difference between them was the amount of time that they spent sitting or standing. And they found that the those of normal weight would typically spend about two and a half hours, 150 minutes extra standing a day. That translates into about 300 to 350 calories a, uh, a day. Mm-hmm. Now, when Marcus is saying, think about a calorie burn, I know people say, well, they burn a thousand calories an hour. You're going to be in phenomenal shape to train for an hour at that level of intensity yeah. to burn a thousand. So let's just go ahead and say very few people are in the kind of condition that can do that. Right. So now you look at the individual who goes for a 30-minute walk. The 30-minute walk is probably doing more, not from a calorie burn, right, but just because they're moving. Mm-hmm. And now you can go ahead with spread workouts again and just spread it out. So now we're doing movement. We're doing more regular startups, as Marcus said, his friend said. That's what our whole book is about. It's super, super simple there to make movement super convenient. And when you start translating that now, a person now spends time standing. So they're working, right? Yeah. What you could be doing right now is yeah. you could spend at least – 50% of your time standing Easy. easily. And what will you have done? Here's the good news for people like Omar. It's the amount of benefit derived from the initial steps is substantially more than the benefit derived from the very difficult steps when you're trying to really perfect things. Mm. So the person who doesn't move at all has the most benefit that uh, to be gained from the first 15 to 29 minutes of movement a day. That's where the most benefit comes from. So the good news is it's well within everybody's reach. Okay, hold that thought. I got another question here. Is it true that fiber supplements help lose weight uh, as well as regulating blood sh- blood sugar and cholesterol? Any truth to that? It's one of those ones where you're going to get that, uh, like you said, the three series that have come out and given you information that tells you that the fiber is fantastic for regulating yeah. blood sugar and regulating bowel movements and helping you to lose weight. And uh, you're going to get other research comes out that too much fiber is actually detrimental to your health. So yeah, there is research to show there that um, by consuming foods that are high in fiber, they can dampen the insulin, dampen the insulin spikes and mm. induce um, uh, higher levels of sugar um, or reduce that effect. Um, same thing with regards to weight loss. When it comes to fiber, there are a number of things one needs to consider w- with fiber is that um, consuming a large amount of fiber, depending on the fiber that they're taking in, it absorbs quite a lot of volume in fluid, so it increases satiety. And that's actually mm. one of the things that we've included in, in the product that we developed. It does increase satiety. It has shown to bind fats. It ha- and as a result, by binding fats and transporting them out of the body, you're reducing the amount of calories that are actually being taken up and utilized. Hmm. So, yeah, there's going to be a reduction in the caloric intake. Very important to understand. Is fiber the solution to blood sugar regulation and weight loss? <laughs> Absolutely not. So... One has to be very cautious when they say, is fiber great for, for regulating blood sugar and for weight loss? And, and we give the answer and say, yes, it is. And then they, this person takes fiber supplement and they find they're not getting results. Um, it's, it's a great addition. So are products that help to regulate insulin. 
So is cayenne pepper. And so many people ask, should I be taking this for weight loss? Well, it can help. But if you think that that's the only thing that's going to help you lose weight, uh, I think you're wasting your time. Long story short, reduce the amount of calories that you're consuming. Another question that's coming really quick. Is it true that you need to understand your body type before you embark on a fitness plan? Uh, that, that's that's an interesting one. I mean, you kind of need to know it, where you're at on 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 the on the body chain. You know, like like Ryan's saying, if if you're incredibly overweight and you're going to go out running, you're going to put more stress and strain through 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 your joints and and through your whole body. So yeah, you need to at least have a look in the mirror and, and realize mm-hmm. that uh, perhaps going out for a marathon if you're still 30 kilos overweight is maybe not yeah. the right thing to do. They- and, and 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 listen to your body as well. I was, I was with a, a good friend of, of Ryan and Sean's um, the other week, you know, does Ironman, never uses uh, uh, an iPod or anything. Why not? Because I want to listen to my body all the way around. You kidding? I don't wear one of those because yeah. I don't want to get run over by a well, car. that's one thing. <laughs> well. just, on, just, just on that body type one, um, I, I assume uh, he's talking about... Blood type or um, I, I, I wonder, or metabolic type. I wonder. Or, or I wonder if that's, like that that might be it as well. Yeah, um, we've dabbled in a lot of those things over the years: uh, blood types, metabolic types, and so on. Long story short, um, we can complicate it, and we mm. can get get down to the nitty gritty and try and put a person into a certain type, or we can keep it simple. Just exactly what Ryan said: move more. Take every opportunity you can to move. Make wiser decisions. Like that Omar guy, uh, you know, let's say he's eating junk food as one of his meals in the day. Cut that out every second day. You're going to see a significant reduction in the amount of calories that you're consuming. Take off the top bun and put a piece of lettuce on the top. You're reducing the calories that you're taking. Yeah. It's about making wiser decisions and steering clear of the, 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 the nitty-gritty, which is actually confusing a lot of people. Mm. Sean, Ryan, great to have you guys come in studio. Thank always, you so much. Always a pleasure. Marcus. Good to see you, James. I'll have you back next Are you week. coming to my seminar on the weekend? No, I'm not going to be in town. <sighs> ah, because it's a public holiday you take off because you're a high-flying professor. There you go. There you go. <laughs> innerfight.com is where you can find everything that Marcus is doing as well as get questions to him, ms at innerfight.com. And the Wellness Brothers, thewellnessbrothers.com. It is... Uh under construction should be done I, I did see early that. next it's, week. It's coming. It's should coming. Be done early next Facebook week. is also a great way to hook up with you guys and, Thank you. and keep following. Thank you Thank both. You. Thanks, Thanks a lot. That was a fantastic show. It was from the archives. It was my Get Fit Radio show from November 12, 2012. Ryan and Sean Penny, Marcus Smith, music from archesaudio.com. Hey, I'd love to hear from you. Why don't you give me a, a dingle? James at thejamescast.com. Let me know what you thought. Love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. So long for now.